We hold these truths to be self-evident. <laughs> All men and women created by go, you know the you know the thing. I'm surrounded by idiots. I want you all to know that we are fighting the fake news. You are fake news. Romans chapter 13 verses 1 through 5 say the following, quote, Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. Whosoever therefore resisteth the power, resisteth the ordinance of God. And they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to the evil. Wilt thou then not be afraid of the power? Do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise of the same. For he is the minister of God to thee for good. But if thou do that which is evil, be afraid. For he beareth not the sword in vain. For he is the minister of God, a revenger to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. Wherefore ye must needs be subject, not only for wrath, but also for conscience sake. Welcome to The Patriot Show, this is Hayden Kuvion. Today I'd like to talk a little bit about our current government. Many people know that the election of 2020 was stolen in massive numbers by the Democrats. Joe Biden was seated into power on January 20th, 2021, and since then, his administration, whether or not he's doing the work, has generally caused great harm to the American economy and infrastructure. But how did Biden get there? According to the Bible, God puts rulers in power. Biden, or whatever administration works under his facade, is the ruler in power of the government of our country right now. This means that for whatever purpose, it is God who has put him here. No, I do not think that God caused the election to be stolen, because I serve a God who is big enough to use this to have done it without causing the election to be stolen. I serve a God who uses everything to the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. If that is you, may God bless you and further your endeavors for the good of the kingdom and the country. However, if that is not you, if you do not know Jesus, the Son of God, as your personal Lord and Savior, then right now, I'm giving you an offer. This is free for all. You don't have to do special works. You don't have to be perfect to be called the Son of God. You have to accept God's Son and become a companion of His, a friend through hardships and through the easy times. Because God is the great ruler, God is justice, and God is love. But Jesus, His Son, is the Prince of Peace. He is our friend. He died for us. He is our mediator. He took on our sin and our punishment in our place so that if we would accept Him as our friend, our Lord, and our Savior, we could go before God perfect. Though our sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Now I want to tell you how God and Jesus can help us bring this country back. When the Founding Fathers first created this nation, contrary to the opinions of many, God was a major foundation. While God was not mentioned in the Constitution, Christianity was considered foundation and necessary to the survival of a free nation. And indeed, our rights are given by no other than God. So without God, our rights are not. Over the next six weeks, I am going to help you move from an average person to a Christian patriotic warrior for our country. Not in arms, not carrying swords or guns, not unless it becomes absolutely necessary. Our founding fathers also did not want to go to war with the King of England, but their hand in many ways was forced. But I'm going to help you become a warrior in prayer and in the small things that you do. Over the next six weeks, we're going to learn 
who we are, why we are here, what God did for us, what he can do for us, how much he loves us, and how much he wants us to be free. Then we will learn how we can use that to change our society. And by changing our society, by praying for our enemies, as opposed to fighting against them, we can turn this country around, not from here on earth, but from there in heaven. It will start in the book of Genesis. We will learn how we were created. We will learn why God created us. We will learn that we sinned, that we were fallen, but that we were promised a redeemer. We will learn just who that redeemer is. We will learn about evil. We will learn what evil can lead to. We will learn of the promises of God. We will learn that all men are indeed created equal and that our creator does give us every single right established in the constitution. We will then learn the power of prayer, that the Holy Spirit, the comforter of all those who accept Jesus Christ as their personal Lord, Savior, and best friend. We will learn that the Holy Spirit, through the power of prayer, can indeed turn our country around without us having to lift much of a finger. And while it is good to have people active because of the fact that God can work through people, we cannot attempt to go into this without God. God is the main person in this war. It is not a war between Republican and Democrat, black and white, conservative and socialist. It is a war between the powers of hell, the devil and his angels, and between the powers of light, God, his son Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, the great trinity that impersonates every good quality of righteousness, purity, perfection, and love, without sin, without evil, without oppression. We will learn how praying can help our country turn around. We will learn how to fight wisely. We will learn that one day all the countries of the world will indeed go to socialism, communism, and a one world order. In God's fulfillment of the end, when he, in his ultimate action of justice, destroys everything evil, everything hateful, everything painful, everything sorrowful, everything, everything about this world, even everything that we consider in our mortal, limited minds of our sinful nature, things that we consider good, it will all be destroyed. We will learn what is truly good and righteous and beautiful and wonderful and perfect because God will create a new heavens and a new earth, perfect, beautiful, where there is no sin, no pain, no sorrow, no crying. We will learn how to ensure that each and every one of us, me and you, everyone listening and everyone not, if you spread the word to them, that they, along with all those who choose Christ as their personal savior, will one day be ushered into the gates of heaven. And then Christ will destroy this evil world and create a new heaven and a new earth. And all of us will live in that perfect eternity, 10,000 years and then forever, worshiping our God, our savior, our redeemer, our Lord, love itself impersonated in the person of Jesus Christ and God the Father. While we are on the earth, we are tasked with spreading the gospel. We can save this country simply by spreading the gospel because the gospel and the power of God is all that anyone needs to bring about change. So let us begin. Let us see what God can do for America. And maybe it is not in his will that America be saved. It may be that this is God's will to bring about the end of the earth where he will destroy all of this and create a new and perfect eternity. And if that is true, then we as Christians, as patriots, as Americans, have not one second to waste but to spread the word of God, the gospel, the good news, the perfect gift of salvation to everyone we can, who possibly can hear it from our mouths and from those we tell about it in the time that we have here. Because time is short. Jesus said that the time was short. Paul said that the time was short. Many, all those who truly read and understand the Bible will tell you the time is short. No man knows the day or the hour, but as time goes on, time which is short becomes even shorter. Jesus says that as the days of Noah were, so shall the coming of the Son of Man be. We cannot presume to know what the days of Noah are like. We cannot presume to know that this is the end of time, but we can act 
is if we don't have one more day except today, one more minute except this minute, one more second except right now, tell one last person about the gift of the gospel. We have to spread it because when we spread the gospel, we spread Jesus. We spread prayer and through prayer is the power of God, which can do anything and all things because God will get the glory through whatever happened. Whatever happens to this country, whether it falls in flames or whether it rises triumphant one more time, God is the only thing that is important because this country, our constitution, Independence Hall, the Declaration of Independence, our founding fathers, Mount Rushmore, our freedoms, everything that we hold dear that seems to us to be the most important things in the world are just a grain of sand falling through a vast and empty atmosphere which will eventually be destroyed and obliterated, leaving only the perfect, the eternal, the never-ending scope of God's wonderful paradise that he will create for us, for those who love him, who love his son. God is our wonderful father. Jesus is our best friend, our mediator. So over the next six weeks, I'm going to show you exactly how to save America. I'm not talking about this America that we live in now. I'm talking about all the people who are being led into slavery by the liberal left. And maybe while we're at it, we can save America. But as I said in one of my videos, it's time to abandon the ship and save the passengers. And when I say save the passengers, I mean the ultimate salvation, the perfect, the perfect gift that will make everyone live forever, that they can never die the second death, weeping and gnashing of teeth. But why should it only be them? Prayer, as I said, is a powerful thing. Pray for our leaders, pray for Biden, pray for Harris. Any name you can think of, the worst leftists that you can imagine, pray for them. Pray that they will be saved because if they get saved, God will do wonderful things for them. And though it may be true, and while I believe it is true, that they should still pay for any crimes that they have done, there is a thing called forgiveness and God will forgive them. If we pray for them, if they become saved and they can share the eternity for us, and they can see what they as leftists may have never seen, in which every human being should have the opportunity to see if we bring it to them. And that is the perfect eternity, the love of God. No pain, no death. None of the things of socialism. None of the pains, bankruptcy, taxes. Nothing of this world. Perfection at its finest. Everyone should get to see that beautiful day. When Jesus comes back. The day when he creates a new heaven and a new earth. The day when he seats new Jerusalem in that perfect eternity. No one should miss out on that opportunity, not even the worst criminal. So pray for everyone you can think of. The worst leftist, Biden, Harris, Fauci, pray for all of them. Pray that they will become healed, that they will come to God, that they will share the eternity with us, that they will know what is truly good, what is true equality, what is true health and healing. No one should miss out on that, people. Pray for them. Let's get to your daily headline. Science is a wonderful gift from God that allows the mortal minds of humans, which would be driven absolutely crazy by total unpredictability in our world, to see the order in what he has created. The planets, gravity, the weather, and speaking of the weather, I believe that the planets, gravity, the weather, and all of it are held in place by his hand. The fallible, limited mind of man can only understand it as a computer program that is programmed to do exactly the same thing for every incident. But we turn on the computer, everything that goes on, as predictable as it may be, does not happen without our interaction. God is the same way but in an infinitely greater scale, where the entire world is held together by the laws of logic of an orderly, 
and logical God, but that he controls everything just the same. Lightning is one of these things. We know how lightning works. However, let's tell you something about lightning that didn't just happen by the laws of nature. In Toledo, Ohio, a George Floyd mural painted on the side of a bar was completely destroyed by lightning. While officials such as Hugh Coogan has disputed the report, saying that the wall had been showing signs of weakness and that it was just age, the artist David Ross, who painted the mural, says he believes it was either destroyed by an act of God or by vandalism. Ross went on, when I did the mural, there was stuff on the wall that I couldn't remove and that let me know how strong that structure was. The lightning thing, that's possible, but it didn't just fall. Witness and accounts and an investigation, the Toledo Fire and Rescue Department officially attributed the destruction to a lightning strike based on witness accounts and the investigation of the scene. You can think what you want, maybe the wall just collapsed, even though the artist himself, who probably took very good care of where he painted his painting, says that it didn't just fall. People leaving comments on this article from TrendingPolitics.com say that this is indeed an act of God. That is also my belief. We can think what we want, but God will do what he wants. Whether it was anger or a sense of humor or just something that God decided to do, we may never know because we are not in the mind of God. But in the vast realm of eternity, it really doesn't matter. What matters is that as many people as possible see the truth that as many people as possible will one day join us in heaven in a new heavens and a new earth where we will eternally worship the great god and the lamb of god eternally for all the wonderful things that they do because miracles happen every day they really do your life your breathing your being able to hear this show my being able to record it everything is a miracle while all is orderly while we can predict it while we can understand how it works it's still a miracle why god loves us so much as evil as this world is and does not take his hand totally from us that is indeed miraculous that he sent his son that his son was willing to die these are acts of love miraculous that we live without being killed every time we sin every little thing that we do because god forgives us his son redeems us by the power of his blood as we wait don't just sit and do nothing. Seek God for advice. He will always lead you to what you do. And if he doesn't want you to do something and you tell him, God, show me what to do. And you go to do something that he doesn't want you to do, even if he hasn't given you a perfectly clear answer, he will put a blockade in your way. And if you are open to him, you will know what he wants you to do. Do what you can. Pray. Pray above everything. Pray for the people in Congress. If people in Congress, in our government, in the organizations and establishments start to be saved, or if they even start to hear of God and they start to question, if any one of them comes to God, it can mean great things for our country and for the future of Christian teachings in our nation. Because as they said so many years ago, Christianity is the foundation. It is necessary to the survival of a free and just government. My name is Hayden Kuvion. You've been listening to The Patriot Show. God bless you, and God bless the United States of America.